You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 193. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Crack Pack Lackey and Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 193. Spanish in numbers. Ha! We are here with everybody on the two man today. No CC. CC, where are you? Miss you. No Spanish. Um, here on a rainy day in Lake Charles, coming to you with the topic on relationships in the digital age. Well, you know, I threw that out there in the beginning, I guess, you know, just to give people a warning that CC isn't here. So we still have Spanish in numbers, but I think that's a dead giveaway that people know right out of the gate. No CC, no trademark. No CC. Trademark CC. And I feel like CC would be a great person to have as part of this conversation with those young kids running around. But I know you're going to fill his shoes, John. I don't know about filling his shoes, man. I just try to run around, run around his shoes, maybe. <laughs> or about filling them, but yeah, I know he would have a lot of insight. I have a few ideas of things that he might say too, so I might throw that into the mix. Well, good, man. Before we roll on into the topic, let's head over to good old weekly. Would you rather? What you got this week, man? All right, buddy. So I always try to keep these things relevant to the topic. So, would you rather? It's a twofold question now. Would you rather receive a call or a text and or would you rather make a call or send a text? Which would you rather? I'm the person giving or receiving. So whenever you're receiving, would you rather receive a call or a text? Oh. Whenever you're sending, would you rather call or text? Oh, I would Does rather, it make a difference yeah, for you? I, I whether you're on the receiving end or on the giving end of a communication? I, you know, I feel like I'm pretty blessed in the sense of I have a lot of good friends in my life and people reach out and check on me all the time. That means that makes me feel good. And henceforth, I feel like I like to call or text just like I did with you last night, bring you down memory lane. Um, I, I like to stay in touch with people. So I would say that I like both, really. I'd be lying if I had to. I don't know if I could pick one. That's tough if I like to give or receive. But I, I probably prefer, I guess, to check in on people. It's in my nature. Um, see how people are doing, learn from people. And I would prefer generally... I'm going to still stick with the phone call. I would say that my life's gotten a little more busy now, so I have a little less time for the phone, like to sit on the phone. Um, but I still like a phone call. It's a little more personable. John used to call me all the time. He kind of quit. I begged you to call me back on Saturdays, and you quit again. Well, his you, wife blocked my number. She yeah, said I was yeah. calling too much. Get off. You get on a horse, and then I tell you I'm going to get donuts, and you don't want to call me back again. <laughs> uh so, but I, I prefer a phone call. I like phone calls. At the same time, there's a huge plus to the text. It's kind of one of the things I got on the list and no reason not to reach out since I'm on a text. So, but if I had to pick, I, I'd like to get and give and I would go with phone call. Okay. Yeah, man, I traditionally, 
I'm with you on that too. Phone calls are much more personable. You get to um, relay the, the information a lot more clearly, I think. Uh, I was very resistant to text messaging initially whenever it came about. And uh, whenever we really first started using it, um, I mean, it was around, but I didn't really use it, was after Hurricane Rita uh, in our area. After the hurricane, where a lot of the telecommunications were down, so the only things that were working were text messages. That's so true. that really kind of forced um, my hand in order to using it. Um, so that was really what kind of pushed me over the edge. I continue to like um, calling people and having that kind of uh, communication. But on the receiving end of it, um, if it's something that it's a work during the work day or something else like that, I can... It's just more convenient, more um, productive for me to receive a text if I can send something back real quickly that will answer the question or whatever it may be. Um, so I'm going to flip on whether I'm giving or, re- or receiving uh, just for expediting process, I suppose. Okay. What do you think CC would do? Uh, I think CC would probably say, well, ideal situation. I would like to FaceTime with everybody. I'm that way, I'd like to be sitting with everybody. <laughs> I'd like to be sitting with everybody. That, that, that would work too. <laughs> but that way they could see, you know, if I'm really excited, eyes up. <laughs> uh, CC, I, I don't know what he would say on that. I, I feel like he reaches out a good bit too. Um, I have no idea where he would go if he likes to get or receive. But I, I think he would also prefer, I'm going to go with, I think CC would prefer a text message. I think for his busy schedule mm-hmm. um, and for that kind of thing, you know, a lot of times he can send a, a quick response for a text, um, but it would be a lot more difficult for him to, to have a conversation. Um, so for convenience purposes during the workday, that yeah. kind of thing, yeah, I, I think, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's what he would go for. That's fine. That's well, good. What would you rather, John, after I piece it together there, um, following the, <laughs> the plan? Well, it was a double whammy, so that was a, a new one. Well, let's move our way into the topic, and I think this is a good topic. John had brought several topics to the, to the forefront today um, with the help of one of his buddies. And uh, this one kind of jumped off the page. I thought it was pretty good because I think there's a lot of ways you can go with this. You can think like, you know, relationships in the digital age. You could think, you know, with dating life or even with your spouse, or you could think one of the things that comes to my mind is friends or even working like in your – in the work world I have – staff that work on that literally in the office right next to me but i'm like i was thinking about this up i'm like heck i probably communicate more through an email than i do of walking in there or picking up the phone it's probably at least 50 50 sometimes i'm also like i don't use the phone a lot i either email casey or i call i'm like hey can you come see please the dreaded can you come see please (laughs) (laughs) what did i do what did i do just so i can kind of like really explain what we're trying to do sometimes but i was like man there's a lot of different relationships you have in your life in which you have to be able to communicate and then in the digital age there's some pros to it and some cons to it that's kind of what comes to my mind first yeah i mean first off um whenever we we talked about this topic uh one of the things that i think has drastically changed um certainly that i wasn't a big part of is the different dating processes that happen now with online dating yeah that's another uh, good point and just meeting people you know using apps and other things like that just given your geographic area where you are at the time you can just make yourself available like that oh man Right for the pickings, what what's going on? Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one thing that uh, it, it, it seems so strange now. But um, 
that's apparently what everybody is doing. Um, well, not everybody, but the majority yeah. of people, I think, are going down that path. And it's really changed the way that uh, people are initiating the initial meetup relationships rather than seeing somebody and having mm-hmm. to go up and talk to them and introduce yourself or whatever your um, concept is as far as the icebreaker. I think that's drastically changed for the most part. Yeah, and, and picking up on that note, I would agree. I think it's a, a whole – A, it's like quicker communication. You can deal with getting to know somebody and probably know them before even going out on a date with them because you can get to, I don't know, see the profile, all that stuff you're doing online, get to figure out what you're dealing with. If it even is the truth, have the stuff there. You know, I was thinking – Whenever we, th- we talked about the, the relationship part, I was thinking about that uh, linebacker for Notre Dame who was like, thought he was oh, yeah. Oh, you know, Tao. Was it Tao? I think he was from Hawaii, I think. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. And uh, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you got that whole element of this. <laughs> yeah, that, he got fish hooked on that. Yeah. Uh, not fish hooked. Was catfished. Catfished. Fish. I was yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were fish involved. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, an opportunity for abuse and fraud and people um, – doing misleading things so you know there's definitely a danger i think there's um you know some some pretty interesting good concepts for it um a a guy that i know uh, was um studying to be a priest and he ended up deciding that that wasn't the path that he was going and then he started doing started doing dating and doing dating apps and other things like that and he ended up finding uh, someone, and he's married and has a baby on the way. Yeah. And he and I were talking about that uh, concept. So, a lot of those um, dating apps and other things like that, you know, there's definitely people that are abusing that system. But there's also for the people who are really uh, consciously seeking that kind of thing, if they answer all of the psychological questions, what kind of goals they have, what um, will they want in a partner, other things like that can be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may be something that people are more comfortable doing that in the privacy of their own home rather than having to learn that over a four to six month process. So there may be some advantages to that kind of thing. Yeah, or like, you know, there's people who live in small towns, etc. I think there's a lot of good for that. You can't really meet somebody. And- Farmerswife.com. <laughs> <laughs> It's out there, baby. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. Whenever we picked this topic, I didn't know you had so much information to share with us on this topic. In so many places. I had no idea what we were going to be talking about today, you guys. <laughs> we kept telling my buddy who was a farmer we were going to sign him up at one point. <laughs> but that's a good point. You have that, too. But another thing I was thinking about, like I said, I think there's a lot of good to this, too, because I think there's a, the wrap of, man, people don't get to, like, really get to know people anymore and so forth you know going to lunch like you just go to lunch with me all the time mm-hmm. or uh picking up the phone calling people now it's just like send a text and well i think we had a podcast about communication a long time ago it's tough for me like even reading into a text like someone's using a period they use an exclamation point they're yelling at me they're excited <laughs> what are they doing oh you know like i hate that whole you were just telling me about the invites uh yeah. and people mm-hmm. liking and you're like i don't understand what they're trying to tell me <laughs> you know like there's that whole element. are you coming yeah it's like I think you have that that part, but I also think there's a lot of good with due to you know life being pretty busy for for a lot of us, and to still be able to there's no excuse to not stay in touch with somebody too in a lot of ways. And sometimes I'll think to myself, you know, I, I think I texted you the other night. I was sitting outside. I was like, hey, thinking of you, buddy. Proud of you. Like was just doing a little reflection. Well, I was Alexander was inside cooking dinner, and I was literally sitting outside for 20 minutes, 20 30 minutes in some silence, just thinking, praying. And you and several people came to my mind. Well, it was nice to be like, hey, I've been thinking of you, praying for you. Just drop a little note to your pal. 
which I really probably wouldn't have the time to pick up the phone and sit there and call same set people because then you never know where that's going or if they're busy. So there's also, that's something I really like about being able to keep, especially like friendships and even sometimes I'm busy or whatever, I can text Alexandra. Like there's not an excuse to potentially stay in touch or keep a relationship going with somebody just because you don't have enough time to pick up the phone or hang out with them or something like that. There are some great conveniences for that, no doubt. And I, I definitely would have been distracting for you and you would have probably had a cold dinner by the time we'd have got off the phone if you had made the call. So I would have gotten a come on or I would have heard a bunch of kids. <laughs> you would have definitely heard some I, I, kids. I'd probably been involved in a dance, dance off. <laughs> I think it was going on actually as uh, you sent that message. So yeah, that's definitely no doubt happening all the time. You know, it, it's funny. You know, having um, a son who's 17 years old, Andrew's 17, senior in high school this year, and seeing the way that uh, his friends communicate is something that has drastically tra- drastically changed. So. I'll be around them, you know, at my house, or they'll be in the car with me whenever they were younger. He drives now, so yeah, it's something that they don't chit chat, they don't talk to each other verbally. I mean, they'll sit there and they'll be giggling and doing stuff, but they're just constantly texting each other in there. I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is so bizarre, you know. (laughs) They're so bizarre for me, but for them, that's that's you know one of their primary ways that they communicate. Very rarely. do I see him pick up the phone and call any of his friends? And it's so funny because he always calls me. <laughs> like really? I'm at work and he'll call me and I'm like, just text me. <laughs> just text me if you need me. I don't know what's going on. But um, the way that they interact seems really different from, from what's you, know, you and kids I like, to, you know, yeah. already know how to operate. My nieces and nephew operating phones at like five or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, more than I probably know how to operate. They must have some of those instructions in the womb or something. Man, I don't know. I have no idea, but it's it's a different thing. Another way that I like to communicate and still was we did this every day. We talked about it's writing my letters and communicate or keeping a relationship going in that way. And I think of our buddy Chris Levan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he moved up to Rhode Island, a new adventure for him. And I yeah. sent him a letter the other day, and he texted me a copy of it, and we wound up talking back and forth for a while. And that's something. Another way I think that you know relationships in the digital age, there's still the old school non-digital way yeah. of of communicating. That's a great example of, uh, you know, being able to communicate. I think since we've uh, recorded with him, I don't know, it's probably two years ago now yeah. that we recorded with him, uh, I'll get texts from him um, every so often. He'll text me and say, man, I, re- I really enjoyed this about the podcast this week. And just a nice little note. Um, I think we've maybe only spoken on the phone maybe one time since he's been on the podcast, but we've probably communicated 20, 30 times yeah. over the last couple of years. So. That's something that uh, is quick and easy, you know, and it's usually um, very thoughtful, and I appreciate uh, getting that interaction from them. Yeah, he and I still communicate. Good shout-out here to Chris. And if you haven't listened to his episode, I'm not sure which one it is, but you can look back and tune in. He and I talk probably every week still, and, yeah, I would say we talk on the phone just a handful of times, mainly through that. And, man, he's become one of my good, good friends, you know, mm-hmm. close friend. And, like, it's funny that there's still the, the, the positive. Even though you don't have the close proximity yeah, and you see him. that yeah, hundreds of miles away yeah. running the thousands, you know. Yeah, and it's thousand like, now. Yeah. Thousands like probably out there. Um, what do you think CC would bring to this element, you know, before we kind of get shutting it down? And he's got kids, and he's seen – a pretty full gamut even some in college now what do you think he'd say man it would be great to have that extra insight particularly seeing the transition of him dealing with uh some of the of the 
technical things as far as communication you're trying to limit with younger kids, other things like that. Mm-hmm. He would have some great insight on that. Um, yeah, I think he's talked before about limiting like app usage. Limiting app usage and other things like that. But one of the other things that uh, I think would be really on the forefront for CC is he would say, well, guys, you'll know I would like to broaden my horizon and be able to help more people. I got into this because I wanted to help as many people as I could. And having to see people in clinic, I'm certainly you know, have some constraints that are put on me time-wise and distance-wise. You know, I can't help people who are in California. So um, CC is the owner of physiatrydoctor.com or something like that. So, physiatry.com. Physiatry.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something that down the road um, CC is planning on. Expect big things. Broadening his horizons and be able to help him with his professional experience uh, through telemedicine, telehealth kind of services uh, for people all across the country and anywhere in the world uh, or anywhere you can communicate. I guess you can go to Mars or in space, go to the moon, wherever. So CC could be able to give you some kind of PMR uh, advice. Um, So that would be definitely something that I would think he would talk about. How about you? What do you think? I I think that that's a good point. I think that he would really bring a lot into the – I, and I wrote this last thing on my, my pad, nothing beats being with people. And I think that's where CC is. You know, I think he really values. For me, for me and you and CC, I think that's the case. Do you think that's the case for the younger generation too or no? Being with it, sitting in mm-hmm. the same person, I don't think it is. Uh, now, I don't have kids, so I don't know enough personally. Um, but I think I've seen enough through those who do have kids. Being in the same sphere, you know, grabbing lunch or hanging out or going to Boston for the weekend. Um, I don't know that it's as big of a deal as it is, even though I will say, like, we got guys at the shop who are younger than us working at the shop, and they still seem to get together. You know, you got Marty going Mm -hmm. on the annual camping trip with his buddies Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm not really sure, to be honest. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I wish we had uh, Andrew or somebody Mm -hmm. younger that I think it would have to be kind of that age range Mm -hmm. where you're low 20s kind of teen that that area to get the concept because a lot of those people are very comfortable just with the telecommunications video chatting all that Mm kind of stuff yeah i'm sure that they do uh, appreciate getting together and seeing each other but i don't think it's as big of a priority as as it was you know for me growing up and even now I, i love to have people over i love to cook i love to hang out i love to entertain uh people in the house. Parties. <laughs> so for me it's tough that would be uh tough to do remotely <laughs> have pizza police we <laughs> <laughs> send all our own pizza frozen and we like heat it up <laughs> maybe we'll do that next year <laughs> all right johnny um before we shut it down let's move ourselves into the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes you were itching at it today came right out the gate i got it what you got for us buddy well last weekend we hit the gas and uh, we baptized and made baby josie a child of god yeah you were invited to come over for the lunch after but uh you know completely forgot completely we did go out to eat like two nights before that (laughs) we did get to hang out a little bit so that was nice so we hit the gas and uh we baptized baby girl and it was something that uh, Uncle Father Michael did the, the services, did the ceremony, uh, sacrament. And it was something that he talked about the gospel that he read during that process. And he talked about, you know, what has that tradition been carried on where 
Jesus gave the mission to disciple to the disciples to go forth and make um, to multiply, you know, make mission go out and I can't get the words out. Do uh, I'm just gonna watch <laughs> this happen here. Spread the word. Go on, spread, spread the word. Spread the word of sweet little baby Jesus around the world. And did they accomplish that? Father Michael? <laughs> Sorry, Father Michael. Yeah, I just got to he did a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, that was the case where, you know, two that you know, over two thousand years later, here we are uh, continuing to baptize the next generation in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and claiming them as children of God moving forward. So it was a great uh, a great day to be able to do that with uh, baby girl. It's uh, extra special having my brother do that. Um, so it's just a wonderful experience. Yeah, that is really that. neat too, having Father Brother Michael in there. Yes, Uncle Father Michael. Uncle Father Brother Michael. <laughs> All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Uh, we did miss having CC, but we're happy to be able to come to you with a new, new cast. If Fish you have thoughts comments on you know relationships in the digital age we'd be more than happy to hear from you if you do get a chance to rate review or subscribe to the podcast we'd appreciate that as well and until next time we'll catch y'all later hey y'all if you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down subscribe and never miss an episode find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week you can find us on facebook and instagram at who's driving your car podcast Timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me? Let's